Broadcasting straight from Big Rock Candy Mountain. I'm Zachary Lehman. I'm Taylor Berryman. How can people find you, Taylor? Find me on Facebook, just my name, Taylor Berryman. Instagram, the underscore Poptimist. Or on Twitter as the Poptimist. DA. Yep. Cool. And, and you got a song. Yeah, Gina, Gina, Gina. And also, I have a show called The Poptimist. You can find that just on Apple Music, Spotify. It's an interview style show where I talk about music and all sorts of random shit. Cool. You can find me on Twitter at Writing Lehman or uh, just Zachary Lehman on Instagram and Facebook. And my book, Nye, N I G H, is on uh, Amazon. Go buy them. So, two very important things happened today. We had a busy day. Very busy. Uh, one is more important than the other. I'll talk about the second one first, then we'll talk about the more important thing that happened. But, uh, we went to see a movie. Yeah. First time. And when was the last time you were at the movie theaters? Oh, um, the last time I went to the theater, did we go together Millhouse? Maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. I feel like we went to go see something without fuck face. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what we went to go see. Maybe we went earlier this year or late last year. I feel like we've been to the movies together at least once. It might have been January. We went January. I think the last time I went, I think it was like end of February, beginning of March, but it was right before theaters closed. And I knew they were going to close, so I was like, oh, I got to hit up a movie. Um, but yeah, they've been closed. They just opened here, what, a week ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and we went to see Tenet. Yeah, the new Chris, Chris Nolan movie. Nolan, Christopher Nolan, man, he's saving movie theaters. Mm-hmm. insisted that bitch be in theaters and there's a reason another important thing happened today young millhouse cutie pie millhouse producer millhouse asked a girl out in person he did middle of a pandemic it was a bet it was a bet millhouse says uh well how would you describe the millhouse situation we just wanted him to uh blossom a little bit spread his wings yes. as far as Talking to uh, the opposite sex. Or the same sex. We're or not the same ju- sex. We're not judgmental. He, he happens to, well, he claims he prefers the opposite sex. So we're going with that for now. Yeah. So what was the bet? Um, that he had to ask a girl out or you got to punch him in the stomach. Twice. Twice? I didn't yeah. Know, you did not say twice. Dude. You should have read the contract. From, uh, from now on, dude, before you make a bet with Zach, I'm negotiating the terms. Millhouse is not good at negotiating. No. Yourself, right? Not so good anyway, at negotiating. Uh, Millhouse did ask out a girl, got her number, impressive. We'll get a little more into uh, some loopholes he, he took advantage of, but I witnessed it. I witnessed uh, Millhouse putting himself out there. He was looking very sleek, got his V-neck still wearing his you know skinny jeans, V-neck shirt, hair was all gelled. He was like a little kid, first day of school. We came, he was just sitting here all excited. Could not wait. So, how many girls? How many girls did you ask out Millhouse before you got a number? Or you try? Well, you tried to talk to how many before? I tried to talk to two before two, the, before the girl. So one. So first one, I witnessed a couple. Then I felt like I was kind of stressing him out. I was putting on too much pressure on him, so I sort of walked away. Uh, first girl. Uh, 
married, had a wedding ring. Yeah. Right. Wedding ring. Which, you know, if that's going to stop you, that's going to stop you. What can you do about it? <laughs> <laughs> so the first girl, he, he, he chickened out. She had a wedding ring. This was Hot Topic. His big plan was to go to Hot Topic. Oh, he told yeah. me about that. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there was a, was it the girl who was in the front? Because I went in there to go see if you guys were in there because I knew. I didn't go in with them because they had a capacity thing. They Where was she at? Like, was she in the back or was it the girl in the front? There was two girls in there and one was older and one was younger. Uh, the younger one had a wedding ring. She was cute. I saw her, dude. I went in there too. I was I like, Millhouse is probably in here. He should ask this girl out. Um, second one. What was the second store, Millhouse, where I watched you? Uh, I mean, I was about to citizens arrest this guy. What was the store? Well, we were in Zoomies. Were Zoomies. We, no, no, we were in Tilly's. Tilly's, okay. So he goes into Tilly's, and he's like, oh, I'm going to ask this one girl out. She had, like, dyed hair, right? Yeah. I go, cool. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't creep on him too much. You know, I go look at Hawaiian shirts. I'm in the market for a Hawaiian shirt. Someone with bananas. I think that would look pretty cool. I might go back and get that. But uh, Millhouse proceeds to swarm this girl like a shark like he's pretending to look at shirts around her i can tell she's getting uncomfortable because she keeps she can smell it yeah she can smell like something is wrong eaten. yeah yeah so she's kind of moving away from him but he's getting closer and closer <laughs> it was like the jaws music like dun 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 um then i hear as i'm you know looking at my banana shirt i hear from the back i hear uh young millhouse go uh oh, I like your jacket. And all she says is, thanks. As she's walking away. Did she work there? No. Yeah, she, was, yeah, she did. Oh, she did? Yeah, she did. Oh, wow. That makes it so much worse that she was just like, thanks. I uh, walked away. She booked it. She saw her opening to freedom and she ran. You know what I mean? And then uh, was it the girl after that that said yes to you? Yeah, it was. But I played that one a little different. But why did she say yes? Because we actually talked. And what'd you talk about, Millhouse? Well, we, well talk, <clears throat> we talked about her job. We talked about my job. What did you tell her your job was? I told her that uh, <clears throat> I was a production manager, which is true. That's true. He's a producer. Well, no. I'm Pro- talking about for festivals. I told her about that. Oh, okay. Didn't brag about doing the audio book for now. That's nice. But Didn't whatever. brag about the podcast. Okay. Continue. Yeah, no, that's cool. But, yeah, we got to talk. We talked for probably about five to ten minutes fully. No, you didn't. No. I'm going to say that right now. The timing of everything, that no, doesn't we, work we out. we really did. We talked okay, whatever, whatever, minutes. whatever. How did you ask her out? Well, I didn't ask her out. I asked for a number. Right. How did you ask for a number? Well, you know how I'm asking her. Say it. Say okay, it. Okay, okay. And just a reminder, uh, what month is it right now? September. And uh, this month has been deemed no simp September. Go ahead, Milhouse. Continue. Let's get over for this one. All right, yeah. So, when we were talking, uh huh. I told her about the bet. Mm-hmm. And I said, you can give me a fake number if you want, because my plan was to get a number. Wow, you even said that. What? I said, well, no, I said... I said this verbatim. I said, you can give me a fake number if you want. I'd prefer a real number. That would be awesome. And what did she say? And she said, you want a fake number? <laughs> she, she said, 
how about I give you my real number? And mm-hmm. then, or no, she said, I want to give you my real number. Mm-hmm. And then that was. So to give you credit, you did get her number, but there's a big hairy butt right around the corner. King of the fucking loophole. Yeah, Millhouse. Every fucking always, time. Dude. Always looking for the loophole. Always looking for the easy way out. Because, and I, this is my fault. I, I failed you. Okay? I failed you. Because I did not specify. Because I figured you would not take the easy way out, which, my fault. Obviously, you can get a girl's number if you're going to play the bet angle. Because then it's just, it, it, it's almost a joke. It's like, oh, hey, my friends, like, you know, they're stupid and they, they made a bet and, you know, I need to get a girl's number. That's a loophole. So on the one hand, I'm proud of you. On the other hand, uh, I'm on the other hand, I'm ashamed. Taylor, go ahead. Tell me your opinion about this. Cause you, you seem to make Taylor a little more angry than I than I was. I love Millhouse very much, dude. And oh, he yeah. knows I love him. Cutie Pie Millhouse. We Cutie love him. Pie Millhouse. He's a sweetheart. But he always finds a way to game the system. <laughs> he does. And you game the system today. You did. Yeah. You know what you know what happens when you game the system, Millhouse, and you get caught? You go to jail. You get punished. Yeah. You're on triple probation now, bud. Wow. Triple probation. Well, I have a date Sunday. That's fine. That's okay. a that's irrelevant that's fine, to what we're talking about. But that's about. irrelevant to this conversation right now. Yeah. Which is you you didn't cheat at this, but you pretty much did. I mean, if it would have been if we would have been Russian dude, we would have oh, killed you, dude. Yeah, you would have been dead. You would have been <laughs> dead. We would have carved that number in your forehead. I still don't know if it's a real number. I think it was. I guess we'll find But you never know if you play that angle. Yeah. You chose it. So you, it, it, was a, it was a hollow victory. I'll say that. It was a hollow victory. It was still a victory. But not one you should be proud of. But honestly, this, if this was the Olympics, dude, you would be the Russians. You yeah. got caught doping, dude. Yeah. You pumped up your numbers. Mm-hmm. Sounds like I got to make another bet. You got to make another bet, but you, uh, I'm officially negotiating for you now. Yeah. Because even when we had the negotiation today. Yeah, Milhouse was trying to come back to the table like, you know, he's Big Dick Rambo trying to fucking tell me how it is. But none of his negotiations were good, though. No, no, they were awful. It wasn't until I stepped in that you were even willing to, to yeah. talk about. Well, finally, a man was there. to. to oh <laughs> because here's the thing. Milhouse already bet on the team. And I was like, okay, you got to bet on what the points are going to be for the exactly, game. Exactly, exactly. And you might be able to win a little bit even if you lose. Exactly. But Cover the spread. I guess I will say it was a good first step. Milhouse was at least out of his comfort zone. He took the easy way out, but... He's not going to be allowed to do whatever we make him do next. He's you, not going to be able to take out. Yeah, no, you, you can't... There's going to be major penalties if you decide to take the easy way Now that I know of how you play... There's going to be the game's going to be harder for you. Yeah, see, that's the thing. You can get a victory using loopholes, but then going forward, you're known as that guy. That's why athletes who pull that shit they don't get any respect after that. There's further restrictions for them. 
So let me ask you, if you were going to ask, because the whole point of this was just to get you out of your comfort zone and just talking to a girl because you get so nervous, you get so wound up. So, but if you take the easy way out, you're only hurting yourself. It's true. Because what are you, every girl you talk to, you're just going to be like, oh, I got a bit going with my <laughs> friends. Okay. Here's one, one bit of advice I can give you. If a girl ever does reject you and it does happen, she's just not interested. All you say is, I can take a no as gracefully as I can take a yes. Boom. Yeah. Just be real slick Damn. about it. And then she doesn't feel like you're going to rape her out behind the dumpster after she gets out of work. Yeah, dude. When I was rethinking it, I was thinking in that store, I should have just not. I was I was getting concerned about this girl. Oh, my gosh. Just, Were you thinking about stepping in? And yeah, I was just going to knock Millhouse out. Be like, hey, what's up? Is this guy you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to Millhouse. Uh, I don't even remember this girl. What she had? She had like purple hair or something, right? Why didn't you just say something about her hair? I feel like that's more odd than saying something about her shirt. No way, dude. She dyed her hair for a reason. She likes it. You could have just said that. You could have gone the hair route. Instead, you're like, I like your jacket. Like, I, <laughs> I remember, like your jacket, dude. Remember, uh, what is it? Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs? Oh, yeah. It puts oh, the lotion on its skin. Like, that's the vibe I got when that he was That was like, not it, dude. I like your jacket. That was not it. Like when he's trying like to, like he was jerking off when he yeah. was saying oh it. Like God. when in, in Silence of the Lambs, when he's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to move the couch and he's got like the broken arm. That's how he like gets the women and they like knocks him out and drugs him. Can you help me? Would you? Would you help me? <laughs> that, that was Millhouse today. But you got a number. That's good. You got a date set up. So you're, uh, you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. I'll say that. Tenet. Tenet. The other important thing we did today. Yes. Um, wow, dude. It was... Uh, it was a minor... I would say spoiler alert, but I really feel like... Oh, could we... We would not be capable well, of giving spoilers. No, I mean, it's it's a movie I feel like you can't really spoil. There's only a few things that you can spoil, but even yeah. then, it's still confusing as fuck. Yeah, even if I told someone, like, this is literally how the movie ends, it's not a spoiler. Because I would have no way of... It, there's no way... You really have to watch the movie to understand... And you still don't understand it, no. but to even understand, it was a mind fuck. It, it's more difficult to understand than Inception. Yeah, it made Inception look like grade school shit. And Inception was a little confusing with like the dream within a dream within a dream. But this was, this was, it, he didn't even deal, I won't get too much into the plot. Cause again, I don't know how the fuck to explain I don't know what the it. plot was, dude. But it was dealing with like time inversion. Yeah. So it was dealing with like people moving backwards in time, different uh, time. Fr- it was, it was fucked. But it was good. It, there, the any of the inverted action scenes mm-hmm. were done masterfully, especially when they were happening at the same time. Like you see, literally two different uh, time frames happening at the same time. Yeah. Like you see people moving forward in time, and then people moving backwards in time. And it's all fucking with the same. It, it's a mind fuck. But I will say, early on, I kind of gave myself a pass because when it's the 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 whole tenant thing is first being explained to the main character, this woman goes, "Stop trying to understand it." Once she said that, I went, "I'm not going to understand anything." And I'll tell you, I did not understand one plot point of that movie. Every time he had to go somewhere and steal something, or he's like, "I got to kill this guy," or "I got to go here," I had no clue why. No clue, but 
I still enjoyed it. The spectacle of it, it just kind of like washes over you. It was a good a good movie to go back to the theater for. Perfect movie to go back to the theater for. We saw it in IMAX. Which if you're going to see it, see it in IMAX. Yeah. Because it was, it's loud and it's big. I was surprised how much of the movie was done practically. Weren't really a lot of special effects. No. I mean, he was crashing planes. Buildings were falling. It was really practical. And I liked that a lot. And then seeing it in IMAX, I mean... Your fucking seat is just shaking during mm-hmm. some of those scenes. But it was a great movie. R. Pats was great. He was awesome in it. Robert Pattinson makes me excited for Batman. Yep. He was probably, he was actually probably my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, Kenneth Branagh, who's just hamming it up. He was awesome, dude. Hamming he it was up a great villain. villain. <laughs> well, I think this movie is Chris Nolan's spy thriller. Yeah, it was kind of like Chris Nolan doing, I saw it as like Chris Nolan doing James Bond but in like a inception sort of way. Yeah. You know, cause it was after I was done watching it, I think I said to you, I was like, dude, Chris Nolan directing a James Bond movie, Kenneth Branagh, the bad guy, R. Pats as fucking James Bond. I think that would be pretty cool. That would be awesome. Kenneth Branagh was really good. He was a great villain. Yeah. He was, um, he was hamming it up, dude. I loved it with his Russian accent and everything. Mm-hmm. It was it was a great movie. Like again, like the inverted scenes were great. So much of it, of it was done practically. But my advice for anyone who's going to see the movie is, don't try to understand it. Just go with the characters. Enjoy it, yeah. especially because like if because I didn't do that, I was more focused on the characters. So by the end, um, R. Pat's character and the main character. I don't even think they name him. He just calls himself the protagonist at one point. Um, there's a great ending with them. And because I wasn't focused on like trying to figure everything out, it was, it was kind of emotional. John David Washington, right? He was the main character. I think that's his name. John David Washington. Yeah. He was great. Great actor. Oh, what else has he been in? Uh, the thing I know he was in, I didn't see it, but I should is black Klansman, the spike. Oh, that was kind of where it blew up. And then I think this is his first movie since then. Um, we should say too, dude, that opening scene at the opera. Oh my God. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it was like Michael Mann level. Like every time a, a, sh- a shot was fired, the whole theater just shook. Well, that was a scary, uh, kind of scary to go like watching it. You're like, oh shit, look at all these people in one place together. Yeah. And then you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> and then everybody starts getting shot. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what was the experience like? Cause we, we both liked the movie. Well, go ahead. Give it a rating zero through 10. What would you give it? I would give it an eight out of 10. I Solid think Solid eight. I think it's one of Chris Nolan's best movies. I would put it in his top three for sure. Worth going to see in the theater for John David Washington and Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I would even, this was the first Chris Nolan movie I watched. Every other movie I watch, I never walk out and I'm like, man, he should make a sequel. This one, I was actually like, he really could make a sequel to it. And I'd watch it. He could. He won't because he's Chris fucking Nolan. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd probably give it. I don't know, 8.1, 8.2. But I feel like I'll watch it again and it'll probably grow on me more and more. Yeah. So we both like Tenet, but what was the experience like going back to a theater? Because you hadn't been there in months. Well, everybody had to wear a mask. Which everyone then proceeded to take off once we were in the theater. Yeah. Because who's going to wear a mask for two and a half fuck? Well, three hours with Christopher Nolan. Fucking hundred trailers they show you before the fucking movie. Yeah, it was it was interesting because when we first went in there, it was looking pretty abandoned. There was one other, a lot of three other guys that were also going to the movie. Um, 
I think there were like three employees. Yeah. There wasn't that many people. There were some people behind the concession stand. That, that was where most of the employees were. But it was uh, an interesting experience. It's exactly what you'd imagine a movie theater to be like this year, which is just like everyone's spread out. Yeah, not a lot of people in the theater. Because normally a Chris Nolan movie it would have be been packed. sold out. Yeah, I'm curious. Do you think... Because Chris Nolan, from what it sounds like, insisted this movie come out in theaters this year. Yeah. Which we can, you know, some people will say like, oh, it's a bad idea. And some people say it's a good idea, whatever. Do you think this movie's going to do well? Because, I mean, think about New York, LA. Those are the two biggest markets. That I don't think it's going to do well. I think what's going to happen is maybe there was some agreement with the studios that said, okay, if it doesn't hit this budget mark by the first month, then we're going to put it on VOD. Oh, interesting. So they're probably like, if we don't make X amount of dollars in this amount of weeks, we're dropping that shit for 30 bucks online. Yep. Which people would pay. For Chris Nolan, yeah. Because it would have been... I still pay it. Like, <laughs> it would have been um, big. Like, this would have been a big release because it was originally yeah. supposed to be released back in the summertime in July, right? I think end of July, then they moved in in August... And then and it got pushed it again. September, yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I did it was too. an interesting experience going back to the theater. Uh, would you, it's would nice you, to be back to the theaters. Would you go again or would you be hesitant to go? To go to the theater again? Yeah, I would go again. One movie that I would like to go see in the theater is that Gerard Butler movie we saw a trailer for. Yeah, we saw some trailers. That was the one that stuck out, Greenland. Yeah, which is about uh, fucking asteroids coming to meteors hitting earth yeah hitting the earth and basically Gerard Butler loses his family and he's got to find them it looked good that looks like an IMAX movie yeah but I'll say uh, I had no problem going to the theater I'm I'm pretty much I'm over this corona thing I'm I'm ready to go back for whatever but it was kind of a weird vibe because it was like Chris Nolan movie every time I've seen one of his movies even if I go to like a matinee packed yeah. Because he's one of the few directors whose name still sells a movie. Yeah, I um, saw Dark Knight in the theater like three times. And every single time I saw it, it yeah, was... same here. It not was an empty slammed, scene. yeah. Dark Knight Rises too. I saw not an empty scene. Even Dunkirk, when I saw Dunkirk. Dude, I saw Dark Knight Rises when I lived in Colorado. That's crazy. Uh, the day it came out, dude. Oh, Which so, was when that shooting happened. So it was Roar- the same day it happened? So you didn't know? So the night time? before. So like I saw I saw it the actual like release day at night. And yeah. it was the midnight showing. Mm-hmm. The mid like the opening of the movie that yeah. got shot up. Oh. And there was cops in there and shit. And I was like, this is probably the safest time to go, honestly. Yeah, there's cops there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember I was uh, when that happened, 2012 or whatever it was. I remember I was hiking one day and I kind of like freaked out for a second because I remembered you lived in Colorado. Yeah. And I, everybody was calling me that yeah. day. Yeah. And it, for some reason it hadn't clicked in my head. And I remember like I didn't have any service and I like almost jogged to the top of this mountain so I could get some service. And I called you because I had no idea where anything was in Colorado. I had never been there. It wasn't far from me at all. So I was like, fuck. Yeah, it was Aurora, right? Yeah, I was in where uh, you Louisville. How far away is that? 20 minutes, maybe. Damn, I think that theater's if, if still If even open. that, because I, I, the theater I went to was in Broomfield. Scary, man. So what, what, 
Nothing will keep us away from theaters. Yeah, not, I know. Not yeah. shootings, not <laughs> pandemics. We're going to see Chris Nolan movies no matter fucking what. I guess so, dude. You know what I mean? We don't give a fuck. Throw anything at us because we're men. This podcast is produced to you by Taylor Miller.